Come on. Welcome to Dave and Mahoney. Have you ever had that sinking feeling where you leave something behind in an Uber? Dave and Mahoney. Oh, yeah. I've left a wallet behind before. I've left a pile of vomit behind before. My dignity. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I've, I've made some mistakes in an Uber before. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And now, this is Dave and Mahoney. Hello, friends, and thank you for joining us. Got some good news and some bad news to kick things off today. What would you like first there, Mahoney? Dave, why don't we start off today's show with some bad news? Yeah, I don't like being surprised when I'm on an airplane, but there's certain things that I would really not like to be surprised by. Of course, we all remember Samuel Jackson's masterpiece, Snakes on a Plane. Mm -hmm. This might actually be worse than Snakes on a Plane. A woman on an Air India flight was... Unexpectedly stung by a scorpion on a flight. Not cool. Not cool. I don't know if that's worse than a snake, though. Uh, I mean, scorpion's pretty bad. But you're right. I mean, snake would probably... Because snakes can kill you. Depends. So can scorpions. Yeah, but I mean, scorpions aren't like regularly killing adults. You ever play Mortal Kombat? That's an excellent point, Mom. That's right. I've That's got right. no clap back to that. That's an excellent point. I have never been decapitated by a scorpion in real life, but I know it can happen. Fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. So she was stung by a scorpion on a flight, which, yes. I mean, again, you're stuck on a flying metal tube 20,000 feet in the air. It's stung by anything. Horrendous. Yeah, like, what do you do? Do you chop the foot off? Yeah, <laughs> just lop it off. Thankfully, they had just landed. So it wasn't like mid-flight, so she's able to get oh, the attention. Dude, what a that dumb she... story. I what? thought this was going to be like, then she had to no, check through the air for six more hours and have to go through the pain. It. And then she she died convulsing in the aisle before they were able to see the plane. I would have had a flight attendant pee on my foot. <laughs> that doesn't work. Stop. <laughs> That's just a kink that you have. <laughs> Hey, man. This is Dave and Mahoney. So when you guys were coming up and going to school, did you have to come up with creative ways to try to get out of school? Oh, yeah. I mean, any way I could pretend to be sick or have something come up so I could stay at home and watch the press is right. Oh, I would. I told you that I, that I tried to pull a fast one on my mom one time, and she you know, gave me a little thermometer to see if I had a fever in the morning. And when she left the room, I took it out of my mouth and I put it on a light bulb. Oh. And then she came back in and I put it back in my mouth. She looked at it and she's like... Huh, 117, huh? Got it. I'm like, yeah, I guess I'll put my pants on. <laughs> uh, but some people go to great lengths to, to fib if they don't want to go to school. Or in this case, of the 23-year-old named Chloe Stein, uh, she texted her boyfriend while driving home from work saying she was being pulled over by a police officer. Her family later found her vehicle, which is a Volkswagen Bug abandoned on the side of the road, filed a missing persons report, obviously terrified. Expansive search was launched, but the case unraveled when a tip came that she was actually at home 30 miles away. After being questioned by the cops, she admitted to faking her own abduction. And going home? To, yes. To hide the <laughs> fact that she had dropped out of college and was not going to graduate. What's this girl's name? Chloe. Okay, Chloe. Chloe. you are an idiot. <laughs> no wonder you were going to drop, you were going to fail out. If this is your grand plan of like, <laughs> of true... Uh, just departure from school like you were an actual idiot it's fine all of us drop out of community college you can yeah. move on and be a productive member of society Chloe you don't have to fake a kidnapping that is so extra dude like, again you're gonna fake a kidnapping and you're gonna go home, home and not have any plan beyond that you're just like I'm just gonna leave my Volkswagen bug on the side of the road I mean, and that'll solve everything if we're gonna be honest though when I was going to community college there'd be many days that I would not go to school that my parents had no idea yeah I'd no. pretend to go. You would pretend to and go. I would just go. You would like, like get up and get ready and like carry your little backpack yeah. out the door. You liar. I would get ready, go to the parking lot, smoke weed out of a water bottle, and then go inside. <laughs> and then maybe probably turn back around and go back home too. Like, I mean, it's just very common. And yeah. kids, listen, Chloe. if you if you do stupid stuff like we did, you're gonna end up like us. 
finish school. Or don't, but just don't fake your own abduction. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Do you still leave voicemails? Hello? Then this segment is for you. Call anytime at 833-YO-DUMMY and leave a... Leave a message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. Why do other radio shows have so many people on them, but yours is just you two and a couple others? What's the deal there? Message deleted. <laughs> okay, so there's there's four of us here in this room. I'm Dave. That's Mahoney. Mm-hmm. And then yep. you have Audrey. And Chris is in the other room. Uh, producer Pajamas is around as well. Um, Jordan. So, yeah, there's a total of five of us. Um, I, I actually kind of think that's a compliment, maybe because there's a lot of other shows where there's just too many people talking all at the same time. Uh, but we have, we have a great but small group of people that do this on a daily basis. Do you really think that we need, like, the Bob and Tom approach where we've got a cast of 36 people? I would like to not say anything and just get paid and let everybody else do the work while I'm just, like, here as a figurehead. Hang on a second. So you you have now found a new level of lazy yeah. where you don't even want to talk anymore? No, nah, though- let somebody else be funny. There's all no the stuff. way. There's no way. And I'm just here as a figurehead. You know, like I like like, nodding approvingly in the corner when somebody says something funny. King Charles or Queen Camilla. I'll be her. (laughs) You know, still uh, find a way to, nobody likes me, but I still get paid. Nobody knows exactly what you do, but it's got to be important, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'll say this, though. Dave and I started the show with just me and Dave. Yep. And we did everything on one salary. We split a salary for two years. Before yeah. we could each get yeah. our own salary. They, they came to us and they're like, we want to hire you guys to do the morning show. But the catch is, there's only one salary. And we're like, really? That's so on brand for you guys. Thanks. But we, we believed in, sure. in what we wanted to do. And I mean, this that was 14 plus years ago now. Yeah. Um, and it worked out. But yeah, you're exactly right. Like, there was no, like, help. There was no cool, fun, flirty co-host named Audrey hanging out. You know, like, none of that existed. Yeah, it was but, just uh, Mahoney and I sitting around talking about... MMA and poker and craft beer. Yeah, we were just drunk like 90% of the time. You're just dudes being dudes. Yeah, just Blowing stuff up. up in microwaves. <laughs> and now we're tired. <laughs> now we're old and tired. We uh, we did have a game called When Will It Explode? That was like our big benchmark bit where we just put stuff into a microwave and see how long it would take to blow up. And then the only reason that died is because we ruined the microwave. Because yeah. we had a, like, I think we paid $80 for a microwave at Walmart, but it was only like a 300-watt microwave. You <laughs> stuff really wasn't exploding. Hey, Audrey, guess who was in charge of going to get the microwave? Mahoney? Yep. You were? <laughs> and so... He went out and bought the world's worst microwave. Because it was probably the cheapest. You I didn't have any money. salary. <laughs> of course he got the but cheapest one. I've somehow, like, because, <laughs> again, 14... Fif- heat up food. <laughs> 14, 15 years ago, they didn't have, like, 1,200, 1,400-watt microwaves. So I found, like, an industrial microwave from some listener because we were talking about this on the air and I was supposed to go pick it up and then just never did. Oh, that's on brand, yeah. for And so sure. that bit just died. Oh, no. And so we haven't done it in... Yeah, 13 that, the one, years. The, that one, and then the one where you had strippers throwing, like, chowder at people. No, like that, was never me, chowder. that was never me and Dave. No, that, was, that, that was Dave's other show. Yeah. Oh, Dave's other show. Yeah. I oh, would never talk about that. I'm so sorry. Shh. I didn't mean to bring up. Don't, don't bring up the X. The X. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who would you pick if you had to do the deed with a cartoon character? Uh, Jessica Rabbits is off limits because she's mine. Message deleted. Here we go. Rosie. From the Jetsons, the okay. original sex robot, like Westworld style. <laughs> yeah, there we go. There she could clean, she can cook, and you know, 
She could probably clean and cook while other things are going on mm-hmm. as well. Uh, see, I'd go with Hank Hill. He just seems so stable. Uh, yes. Good job with the propane company. <laughs> Please leave a message. You don't want to know who mine would be, oh, Dave? You have one? I didn't know if you had one on dry. Yeah, absolutely. I Elmer do. Fudd. Elmer oh, Fudd. I got a thing for bald dudes you now. Wesley, <laughs> <wabbit you. laughs> oh, God. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. All of us here at the Dave Mahoney Show, we are lovers of pasta. Like, I love a good Italian place. You know, like when the sauce is just the right consistency. I'm, I'm a meat sauce guy. What, what, what is your preferred pasta dish? My pasta dish? Yeah. Ooh, I don't know. I used to be a big meat sauce girl. I used to love, actually. Does lasagna count? Oh, lasagna is a good Lasagna dish. is top five of my favorite meals. When it's almost too hot, but it's not. You know, oh, so I, like everything is just like gooey. No, and, next day, Dave. Oh, the next day is great, next too. Next day pasta or uh, lasagna straight out the fridge. What Woo! is it about pasta that get, makes it be better it the next congeals. day? Is that what it is? They all like all of the yeah. ingredients kind of soak up. So the reason I bring up pasta is because there is some mystery pasta, which I don't think in all these years, Mahoney, of doing this show together that we've ever had a story about mystery pasta? We have not, Dave. Uh, there was 500 pounds of cooked pasta that was found in a New Jersey river basin. How would you, I mean, to cook 500 pounds of pasta, I mean, the kind of pot that you would need or the amount of time? Because it, it looks like all spaghetti noodles. Sure. This is a 500 troll. pounds, is it? This is some, what do you mean? Who just dumps 500, but this is a prank. Where do you even get 500 pounds of pasta? Especially with the inflation of grocery prices, this is a flex. This the, is a rich man flex. Is that what it is? You think this he's is like some. He's saying screw the forests. <laughs> <laughs> Burn them all down because he's clearly a billionaire. Uh, there is uh, cooked spaghetti that was found. There's elbow macaroni and ziti dumped in mounds across a 25 so foot area. Not just, just spaghetti. Huh. Yeah. A menagerie of mixed pastas. So they're trying to figure out how on earth this pasta got here and also why on earth this pasta got there. The police are investigating the matter, but the mystery pasta will remain a mystery, at least for the time. This had to be in somebody's truck bed because there's no way you're transporting this in the back of like a sedan, right? Why would you have a truck bed full of pasta? But you know, whenever... That's how you have to transport it. So look in your friend's bed of their trucks for a loose noodle because there's got to be noodles... They had, they Stuck had in the crevasses. Like, or did they get crevasses? Or did they get like an inflatable pool and put it back there and then fill that inflatable pool with all this pasta? I don't know why when you guys are talking about this, this now makes me no, want to go. I get know what this was, Dave. Because think about it? this. You know, in our in our younger days, in our youth, in the college days, yes. you know, there was a lot of jello wrestling, a lot of mud wrestling. You think this but is- one of the things that was the elusive one was the spaghetti and or pasta or yeah. spaghetti wrestling. This is yes. a spaghetti wrestling. Uh, transportation gone wrong. Look at every butt crack of your friend. There might be a noodle there. I mean, look, if you were having, like, at your strip club, pasta wrestling, of course you're going to promote that, right? There's yes. got to be something on Facebook somewhere. Somewhere. And if you can pin the pasta, man, that actually does sound pretty tasty, though. It, pin like, the pasta? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is the Dave and Mahoney Show. When you're looking for love... Hey, baby, you want it? In all the wrong places. You want to see what a mistake looks like? It's the missed connection inspection on Dave and Mahoney. You know, there's something about how many people on the internet have real hope that they're going to find that special person. And maybe they're on the internet because they had a shot in real life, which is generally what happens here with the misconnections. They had an interaction and they didn't really shoot their shot. And so they feel bad about it. And so they take it to the internet hoping that there's a chance that maybe those people are also online looking for them. Dave, we here at the Dave Mahoney Show, we are big softies when it comes to love. We love love. And we want to help these people 
find their true loves that they are so desperately searching for in all the wrong places. Oh, he said we love love. We do love love. Yeah. Stop. So, <laughs> we this, do. This uh, this first one is entitled "Pink iPhone Girl." You lost it. This is a man for a woman. I, oh, Audrey, just held her pink <laughs> iPhone. Is this for you? I'm uh, not. I found your phone, then you found me. I started on a section I never started on this morning and found your phone and was going to contact you at lunch, but your phone died. Ate and went back to work an hour later, and you showed up and you were asking me if I'd found a phone. I knew the pink one was yours somehow. I'd found several devices, three phones and two tablets. What? But responded the pink one, right? And you lit up like a Christmas tree. It's like everything was drawing us together. Now I can't stop thinking about you and the whole situation. Maybe you're thinking about me as well and checking these misconnections to see. If so, contact me because fate or destiny is telling me we need to get to know okay, each other. Okay, wrap it up, fella. Hope to hear from you soon, beautiful pink phone girl. He wrote that with ChatGPT. Like, that's just like the most... Men who attempt to be so poetic... Like, shut up. Like, I mean, I get it. You're trying to be, like, sweet and swoon, the woman with the pink iPhone. But, I mean, like, sell down. Yeah, Come also, on. you kind of stole her phone, didn't you? Right. <laughs> yeah, you probably went through it. Almost certainly. You know this dude went through it. Creepy-ass creeper. This is a woman for a man. It's entitled Renaissance Fair. Eh. You were in all blue. We met in the incense shop. You picked out 30 flavors. Then we left and wrote out on question mark? Wait, huh. the, the, the what shop? The incense. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I thought something, <laughs> something else. else. <laughs> something else. I was like, what is going on at this Ren Fair? This is a, this is an oldie but a goodie. I've, I see this one posted all the time. Uh, it, it's, you farted in Kroger yesterday. This is a man for a woman. <laughs> you were the tall brunette with the near perfect body who passed gas in the bread section. Near perfect, by the way. I was the tall guy next to you who looked over and said, was that you? You quickly replied, replied no, it wasn't me. You almost seemed insulted, I would ask. As the smell grew, you continued to deny your flatulence, but it was evident. I tried to get rid of it by waving two loaves of ciabatta bread together. Ciabatta bread? You, you proceeded to storm off angry. You are beautiful, and even if you are a liar and fart like a Clydesdale, I'd love to meet up. I mean, if you're going to... You're a liar and fart like a Clydesdale. If you're in the bread aisle and somebody busts ass, ciabatta bread, not the best way to disperse said flatulence. Should have been... Tortillas. 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 That's, how, that's the way you do it. And then you beat it like you're cleaning a rug. <laughs> you wave them around like you're in a ballet. Yeah. You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. When your lifetime goal is to own a partial interest in a fireworks stand, it's the Redneck Report. Dog will hunt. On Dave and Mahoney. To start today's Redneck Report, I'm going to introduce you to three individuals who all got their mugshot taken. This okay. guy looks like he's dead inside. This guy seems pretty confident in what he's doing. And this fella is absolutely stunned that he just got busted buying and selling black market avocados. Oh, man. Avocado prices? Have you seen them recently? I have not seen They the are through the prices. roof compared to where they were just a few years ago. Huh. They have gotten so out of control, Dave, that there are cartels that are smuggling avocados instead of certain narcotics now. They're like hiding their avocados in their meth? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so these three guys got arrested on suspicion of selling illegal avocados and costing a California business to lose more than $300,000. Damn. So the investigation began over allegations that employees of the Mission Produce Facility were conducting unauthorized cash sales. The detectives obtained evidence that confirmed that they were, in fact, selling them in numerous states. Authorities believe the suspects sold the avocados to customers who thought that they were paying the company that they were working for. Well, I also feel like whenever we're talking about avocados, Mahoney, you're talking about the, the price of them, too. I feel like they're plucking them too early because 
Some of the times I feel like they're as hard as weapons. They're like as solid as a rock. See, but they go from super solid to like mush, like mashed potato mush mm-hmm. in the quickness. Do you keep your avocados in your refrigerator? Because I do. Oh, uh, for sure. I don't know why. No, because they- You guys they, refrigerate they, your avocados? Yeah. Some people don't. Uh, yeah, no, I got, I got counter avocados. They, you they, got counter ones? Uh-huh. You got too many people in your house eating avocados. That's, that's, that's the problem. Yeah. We just got two people. Yeah, that's true. So it's you gotta you gotta be judicious about how you how and where you keep the avocado storage. So because of this, are you pro or against? Oh, I'll eat the, some illegal the avocados. Black yeah. Market yeah. avocados. Oh, it would feel like I'm doing something so wrong yeah, buying like, illegal avocados. I didn't even get this from a grocery store. That's right. It's not a regular retailer. It's some guy named Hal. Back of his pickup truck. Is that Haas? Yeah. So do you guys? I would, ever, I, would, I would just spread it on my toast in one thin line. So do you guys ever? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> do you guys ever get nervous with the uh, the people that are delivering your food to you? You know, because the advent of all of the, uh, you know, DoorDash and Grubhub and all of that Places stuff. that don't, like, close their food. Like, yeah. if you Ew. don't have it, like, yeah. the bags taped Absolutely or something like that. Like, I want I this whole thing. I'll order for them once and then never again. So last last night I ordered some, some sushi sure. because, you know, I just... You ordered... Sushi. Take, oh, yeah. Okay. You and, delivery sushi. You yeah. do that often, though, and they, it drives me crazy. They have really... It's, it, it travels pretty well. I mean, because it's not... Can the, be hit and miss, though. Yeah, but so I've ordered from this place before. It has good ratings. But the person that brought it to me, it was a guy and a girl, like a couple out delivering food together. But then they also had their large dog in the back seat, And no. I was just kind of like, the car was real dirty, too. Yeah. It was like, ew. Which you is, saw, like, you don't want to see sometimes. Yeah. Like, and I still ate it. Which, <laughs> it I don't know if you know anything about, like, the d- delivery drivers or whatever, but, like, there's not much that goes into becoming a... a Driver. Pretty That's easy. what I would do if I got fired from radio. I mean, well, uh, let me introduce you to a DoorDash driver from the Villages in Florida. Okay. One of our favorite places, favorite Dave. Place, yeah. That's where sure. I want to retire. Uh, this DoorDash delivery driver was arrested when they say that they found him with his pants unzipped and a large bag full of adult items. Ah. This guy who's 48 years old, his name is Adam Swarmoff. Was found oh. at 1 a.m. in a black Nissan with his front zipper of his jeans completely rolled down, exposing his undergarments. Ah. Chris said he is a DoorDash delivery driver, and he was just pulling over to rest, you know, as you do. With uh, food in the seat? Hold on. Yeah. Wait, was there food? No, I didn't say if there was food. But, oh. I don't okay. think so. But. I've pulled over on the side of the road before when I've been driving long distances or I'm too tired to drive, and slept. But, like, when I do that, I unbutton my jeans. Even when I drive long distances, yeah. anything, over an, anything over an hour, I take off my shoes and I unbutton my pants. Why, why don't you just why? wear joggers? Yeah, why don't you just wear, like, Because then pants? I have to, like, change when I get to where I'm going. But if I ju- all I have to do is put on my pants, or put on my shoes and button my pants. When I get there, I'm, I'm good. I'm trying to imagine this. Like, do you actually, like, sit down and pull up your Google Maps and then see how far it is and be like, yeah, the pants come Oh, yeah. Anything, like one, one anything hour over minutes. an hour. Anything <laughs> over an hour. I mean, I get to taking off the shoes because I do that, too. No, don't take off your shoes. What's oh, wrong with taking you off your shoes while you're driving? Oh, I, I, you guys I take off wear... your shoes on an airplane, too, don't you? No, we Creeps. don't. Don't? Okay. We're not rude. Yeah. Dave, just We're because just like you are always in sneakers and jeans, even always. in your home, always. don't try and peg us as the anti-shoes on an airplane style of I person. I don't know. You're, that's, that's one step towards being the no shoes on an airplane person. You start taking them off in the car. No, no, it's not. Dave. Dave. There, there are levels, and we understand, like, Audrey and I may be pieces of garbage, but yes. we're not yes. pieces of garbage around other people. It's in our own areas and uh, yes. facilities is where we, you know, our, our, our lowest form comes out. But I'll say this, like, you know, the fact that I live 45 minutes away, if I were ever to drive here when there's traffic on the highway. Pants coming undone. That's right. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney.
You know the songs, but do you know them when they sound this bad? It's Cover Your Ears. A Dave and Mahoney. Fred is joining us for a round of Cover Your Ears. How are you today, Fred? Uh, pretty good. Hanging right. in there. We're rooting for you, man. We got a total of five cover songs. You were trying to go four out of five. You got a couple lifelines if you need it. 30 seconds on the clock for each one of these. Here we go with the first one. You're looking for the artist and the song. Good luck. Sweet summer sweat. Some days to remember. Some days to forget. So I call up the captain. Please bring me my wife. He said. We haven't had that spirit in since 1969 And still those voices are gone from forward Oh yeah, that last note there, that got me Yuck. All right, Fred, do you got it? <laughs> That sounds like the Eagles, Hotel California. That is a full point, yeah. The only thing that was saving me through that, because this guy did an atrocious job at the cover for me personally, was the music in the background. I really appreciate when they keep the original, the original tune in the yeah. back. It helps a lot. Uh, shockingly, that one only has 18 views, Mahoney. Shocking. I, I, saw, uh, I saw a quote about, the, uh, about Hotel California from the Eagles the other day, and they said, uh, that was just a very catchy musical Yelp review. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go on to number two, 30 more seconds on the clock. This one actually is very popular by a long shot today, our most popular. It's got 75,000 views on this one. Probably one of the, the most views we've ever featured on Who, Cover Your Ears. Is it Bev and Bob? No, it's, it's not. Let's have a listen. Every game you play, every night you stay, I'll be watching you. Oh, can't you see? You belong to me. Oh, my poor heart aches. every step you take, I'll be watching you. Boy, that gets a lot more sinister when you change the music, doesn't it? Like those lyrics all of a sudden take a turn. They've always been creepy. All right, Fred, what do you got? I'm guessing every breath you take, you too. Every breath you take is correct, but the artist is not Sting? you too. You said it. What's his band? Sting. What's the band that Sting is in? You too, Sting. No, no. that's Bono. Bono, Sting, yeah. But you get, you get a half point for every breath you take. Uh, it's the police. It's the police. So no, no worries. You're still uh, doing very well, Fred. Here we go on to number three. Uh, 30 seconds on the clock. This one only has 20 views on this bad boy. Let's take a listen. So let it get away. You're on the run. But you got no destination. You're stuck in the mud. In the maze of her imagination, we love this town, Corby. Even if that doesn't ring true, you've been all over, and it's been all over you. And that's 30 seconds right there. If you need some help, Mahoney and Audrey, you can each use as a lifeline a single time, but do you know it on your own? I do not. You do not, all right. Who, who do you want to tag in, Mahoney or Audrey? Let's go with Mahoney. Uh, there was the band you mentioned the last time. That is actually you two and what today is, Dave. A beautiful day. A beautiful it's a beautiful day. day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All beautiful right. Day. You got it, man. So you got two and a half. You're doing really well here. We got to get one and a half more points. Mahoney is burnt as a lifeline, but Audrey still available Hello. should you need her. Here we go on to number four. Uh, this one, 29 views. So again, okay. oh, not that popular. Up there. Okay. Man, it's got to be insane. 
She's a pretty good she singer. She's good, yeah. dude. That She's was, a pretty that's good singer. Tough. <laughs> uh, that's from Jocelyn AI. Again, only 29 views. Do that's you a know, robot? Fred? <laughs> what do you got, Fred? Gosh, I'm, I couldn't hear. It sounded like she was just screaming. She was kind of screaming, but Audrey's available as a lifeline if you need her. I do need her. Okay, Audrey. Yes, you do. Um, that is Aerosmith. Mm-hmm. Janie's got a gun. That's right. Full point. Oh, all right, man. so the lifelines are now burnt, Fred. It all comes down to this. you got to get at least a half point. All you need is a half point, so just the artist or the song. Uh, but, again, a uh, not very popular one. This is a rather underground cut, Mahoney. This is from <laughs> The Strange 86. Okay. 21 views on this bad boy. Here we go, Fred. Absolute masterpiece. Fred, for the win, do you know it? I got my back against the record machine. Uh, Come on, brother. I want you to do this. Got my back against the record machine. <laughs> really, Fred? <laughs> Come on, man. Fred. Oh, I'm man. going to do it's this if you don't answer. <laughs> You're going to do this off of a cliff? Yeah. yeah, it's on the tip of your tongue. Jump. Yeah. I mean, Fred, I didn't know if you were going to get it, but you got there, man. You got there. I yeah. wouldn't say he did great. He got there. He got two. Oh, that was tough. Stop yelling at Fred. Fred wins. Shut up. <laughs> oh, my goodness. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Is there any worse feeling in the entire world, Mahoney, than when you go to get in your car after you've been out and about somewhere and the car is just gone? I mean, first you're like, has it been stolen or has it been towed? And is there a difference? <laughs> because I've known some tow truck drivers over the years. They make their money by just going absolutely berserk. Like the second that the the clock hits whatever time that the no parking zone starts, they'll just have a College lo- towns especially, yes. they love, love doing to that. Tow. Especially yes. you, you go out for the night, you park in a parking lot that just looks like a totally normal parking lot, and you go back to your car, and they it, the whole lot is empty. I mean, at this point in my life, Dave, I don't know if I'm going to a place where parking is limited. Like, I mean, if your parking is limited, there's chance... Chances are I am not going first and foremost. Well, we've talked about that a lot over the years, right? Like as you get older, you kind of just end up spending your money on convenience. And for me, like knowing where I'm going to park, that makes me sound so old, doesn't it? That's a big deal. Like when, when I go through the planning process of like when I'm going to go somewhere, well, especially if it's like a stadium or like a big venue. If you have kids, that's one thing. We have no kids and yeah. that's we, we're thinking about where we're parking. And if parking is kind of dicey or it's going to be a pain in the ass... Ubering now, thankfully, is an option in many places, but or it's because there's nothing that like drives me more insane than being in a place where you can't get out of. Yeah. 
or you just can't park. You're driving around for 25 minutes, 30 minutes to try to find a place to park. And then even when you do, it's not a good parking spot. It's a tight ass little spot. And you're probably going to likes pro- somebody's probably going to ding your doors on mm-hmm. the way out. So this is from Chattanooga, Tennessee. Dozens of people parked their cars at a Walmart in Tennessee because they went on a weekend trip to a casino. And I guess they, like, bust them all out there or whatever. So they meet at the Walmart parking lot. The casino has the bus. They put them on it. They go for the weekend. They come back. They get in their cars. They go home. Now, this case, uh, on Saturday, the group left their vehicles, 30 of them, in the parking lot. And when they got back Sunday evening, they discovered they'd all been towed. All 30? Yes. You, you talk about a pain because you're like, God, I'm supposed to start my week tomorrow. It's Sunday night. I'm just Figuring out back. where your car got towed to, how car? much you're going to have to pay for it. Yeah, you probably are coming horrible. off losing a bunch of money at the casino anyway. Almost certainly. So you just lost your ass, and now you lost your car as well. So Tracy Knox said she doesn't understand because the group had been parking in the lot overnight for more than two years, and they said they had permission from a Walmart employee. So they're saying mm-hmm. uh, maybe that wasn't the case. The reporter went to the Walmart parking lot and then found a sign that said no truck or overnight truck parking, and then it said unauthorized vehicles will be towed, towing enforced at all times. So technically it was posted, but these people, uh, yeah, du- double whammy. Go to the casino for the weekend, lose all your money, and then come back I would, to the cars. Whoever chartered that bus, I, that's who's at fault. Oh, you think it's an inside job? I do. <laughs> this is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Do you still leave voicemails? Hello? Then this segment is for you. Call anytime at 833-YO-DUMMY and leave a... Leave a message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. I don't understand the people who have 50 tabs open at a time on their browser. I literally visit like five websites. Period. Message deleted. You would hate me because on my home computer... If my Google Chrome crashes or something, it makes me mad because I have all of my tabs up and it's like, yeah. What why do you have so tabs? many tabs open to, to do? For, to, for all the websites that I go to. No, I mean, but it's like, why did you just have bookmarks? No, uh, what, what's, no, that's an extra step. Why would I do that? No, it's not. No, yeah. Why, why would I do that? Your computer runs much them? slower having all those tabs computer open runs right just now. Fine. No, and it runs just fine. Hence and the crashing of your... Chrome. And Chrome is the least optimized browser right now on the market. Literally, Microsoft's Edge is infinitely better than Chrome right yeah, now. Yeah, get on that DuckDuckGo or Bing, brother. I am on DuckDuckGo, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. It's not like I have anything to hide. It's just like... Just feels, stop, yeah. stop peeking. Yeah. No, that's just weird to me. I don't I don't understand that because you have the ability to, I don't know, have, because you're not deleting your history, right? So if you just type in the letter B and if you're searching like... Well, I don't know, no. boobs.com or something. It'll pop, <laughs> right, by, right, pop right back up. Yeah, you've been looking at my tabs. <laughs> so it, it also drives people crazy how many uh, emails that I have on my phone. It, it drives me nuts if I have an unanswered, like a notification for a text message. Mm. But for whatever reason, the little phone icon and the emails for unread emails doesn't bother me at all. I gave up on emails about two years ago. I used to be really good about getting all of my notifications like down to nothing because that I'm with you, Dave. That really bothers me as well. But now I got like almost 6,000 unread emails. I'm like, whatever, I give up. I have I have, I have you drawn the this, white flag. You want to hear this number? No, I, oh God, Dave, is it gross? 35,754 unread emails. How do you know who's who? <laughs> like my, my personal email has turned Dave. to my junk. There's but, just some stuff that I don't need to open. Like the headline is enough for me. But yeah. why would you just leave it there? I, I just delete it or move it to, I just delete stuff that I'm not going to read. Also, just start unsubscribing okay. for stuff. You got to start curating your, I've I do, got I zero. I've got zero calls and I've got zero, uh, or I actually just got one email. So now that, 
Now it's gone. It's archived. Wait, trash. is that the email that I just sent you? Yeah. Bastard. Please leave trash. a message after the tone. Hey, so what jingle is currently stuck in your head right now? Message deleted. So it's not even really a jingle. It's a Mario Kart movie that Bowser's singing. Peaches, 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 Because my kids are walking around constantly singing. I'm like, ah, can't it's get away great. from it. You actually sent us a video, Dave, of your daughter, your middle daughter, daughter Olivia, singing it. And so I, the heart. screenshot I grabbed yeah. of her face, she's like, I love you. She's so cute. <laughs> like the, in her little mix, she was wearing two different shoes, one sparkle yeah. shoe, and then the Peaches outfit. Rocking it. She is just a big ball of energy. Well, Little kids have the best fashion, for real. They yes, do. like they. they I'm like, go pay- get yourself changed, and they, my daughter Olivia will come downstairs wearing a swimsuit and sparkly cowboy boots. Just whatever they want to <laughs> wear yeah. to feel awesome. Yeah. Like I wish we had the ability as adults to just do the same. Mm-hmm. Your daughter was dressed for a festival. <laughs> <laughs> she was going to Coachella. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. <laughs> Dave and Mahoney present: Are you smarter than a community college dropout? Probably not. John is joining us for a round of Are You Smarter Than a Community College Dropout? How are you today, John? I'm doing great. Thank you for uh, for hopping on with us today. Tell us about your level of education. Uh, I have a uh, bachelor's degree and I'm a teacher. A bachelor's degree and a teacher. I've got a formidable foe today, Dave. Uh, Indeed you do. So you guys are going to be asked the same questions. John, you do have a pass. I would just recommend that you use it sooner rather than later because I'm rooting for you mostly because I hate Mahoney. So here we go with question number one. What is the... Hold on. The door is closed, closed Uh, What is the world's tallest mountain? Uh, World's tallest mountain. Mount Everest? Mount Everest is... Absolutely correct. You are on the board with one. Well done. I don't know why I was thinking of Micha Pichu or whatever it's called. Mishi Pichu. Mitsubishi. Mount Mitsubishi. There is a Mount Mitsubishi, I think. Is there yeah, really? Yeah, I believe there is. No way. All right, question number two, John. How many keys are there on a standard piano? 88. 88 is correct. Do you, sir, play the piano? I do. Hot. Would you? Question to ask me. <laughs> Hot. I mean, there's dudes who play piano, piano players. Yeah. Ten out of ten. I told you, man. I screwed up so bad. My mom was a piano teacher, and I was just too ADD as a kid to learn how to play piano, not understanding how attractive that would have made me later, later in life. Later on in life. Yeah, then you were just up. the guy who learned that one song on the guitar for a bonfire. Crashing the, the beginning of crashing to me. <laughs> God, I'm such a stereotypical douche. All right. Question number three. What does the DC stand for in DC Comics? Ooh, DC and DC Comics. Keep in mind, you do uh, have a gonna, you do have a pass if you want to use it. I'm going to take a pass on okay. that. Yeah, I didn't know this either. It stands for Detective Comics. Detective Comic yeah, Comics. Yeah, Detective Comic <laughs> Comics, which is really stupid. So good pass. All right, question number four: uh, What are baby kangaroos called? Joey's little Joey's. Yeah, yeah. They are. Oh, thank you. Tell a Joey in your life that you love them today. Do you have any Joey's in your life? What's my brother's name? Oh, yeah, you sure do. I got a Joey. And he's a nurse during Nurse Appreciation Week or month or day, whatever it is. Also, uh, it's Teacher Appreciation Week or month or day. And so, John, we appreciate you being a teacher. And again, rooting for you to win. You got three correct. Here we go on to question number five. How many periods are there in a hockey game? Oh, I didn't think that was either. Um, (laughs) Periods in a hockey game. I would say... um, Keep in mind they're called periods. Uh, three? Three, yeah, that's correct. Three right. is correct, yep. 
Uh, final question. Ooh. You're doing great. You got four on the board. In the animated show The Simpsons, what is the name of the next door neighbor? Next door neighbor in The Simpsons. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, oh, this is a doodly doodly guy. Yeah, doodly doodly doodly. That's right. Uh, <laughs> I feel like that's um, that's should win. I'm not. Sh- what is that guy's name? Oh man, what is his name? Five I seconds. It, I know it, I know it. Oh, 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 I know it. Uh, it's Ned Flanders. There you go. Oh. You got there. You got there. <laughs> yeah. That All was right. pretty clutch. Now, it, yeah, I didn't think you were going to get there, but <laughs> Three you, you, you figured left. it out. Yep. The countdown was on. All right, Mahoney has re-entered the room, so. Countdown was some math. We're doing math. Doing math. What? What? Oh, no. We were counting count. down. He had five seconds left, so you can't okay. say that we, whenever we decide to count you down, that we did not do it for him as well. All right, here we go. Question number one, Mahoney. What is the world's tallest mountain? That is Mount Everest. Mount Everest is correct. On the board with one, how many keys are there on a standard piano? Pass. Okay. Um, What's the answer? Correct answer is 88. 88 is the correct answer. Hmm. Pass is burnt. Question number three, what does the DC stand for in DC Comics? Oh, dude, I should know that. You should know that. Oh, I do know that. It's Detective Comics. Unfortunately, that is correct. Good job, Mahoney. Yeah, good job. It's Batman. I remember Batman number one was uh, Detective Comics. But then it's Detective Comics Comics. Dumb. Well, but it's... You know, I mean, it's like UMB Bank. Yeah. You know, it's UMB Bank Pavilion. Uh, question number four, Whatever. what are baby kangaroos called? Joey's. Little Joey's. That's a man That's who knows right. his animals. That's right. That's right. Uh, question number five, how many periods are there in a hockey game? Three. Yeah. I was going to say, you played hockey. You should. Well, no, it's because. And you always act like you're on your period. Mm-hmm. Uh, final question. Hey. In the, sorry. <laughs> the animated show, The Simpsons, what is the name of the next door neighbor? Ned Flanders. Ned Flanders is correct, Mahoney. Very impressive. You went five for five. Unfortunately for you, so did John, so he wins. John did really well. Very proud of John today. He didn't answer those questions as fast as me, so I think I won. That's not how it works. John, congratulations to you. Thank you for playing today, and thank you for being Mahoney on Teacher Appreciation Day week, whatever it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, Dave and Mahoney. You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. What do you think about per capita places in the United States that are on every street corner USA where the weirdest things happen? It's got to be hotels, right? I mean, oh, yeah. everyone acts just like an absolute rat when they go to a hotel. I mean, you are the you you devolve into the lowest form of humanity when you are in. It doesn't matter if you're in the Ritz Carlton or if you're in a Motel Six. Trash. You are a man. piece of garbage, start to finish, the moment you get in there. When you think about how you act when you get to a hotel, just think about how like people that you would consider to be gross act when oh, they yeah. get to a hotel. Dude, those comforters just covered in bodily fluids. So I was going to say blowing my nose all over those. Don't sheets. touch the remotes. Oh, don't touch. Like it's just like <laughs> towels constantly. Like you just throwing towels like they're paper plates away. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just one use, half use, just directly onto yeah. the floor. Like I mean, butt you. flossing. Yeah. yeah, you're just doing all sorts of stuff that you you would like normal behavior should not happen this way. Also, every time I'm in the shower at a hotel, flooded. Yeah. What's up with that? Why is it always flooded? It's so moldy. Man, I got comped a brand new room one time at the when it was still the Hard Rock Hotel in Las Vegas. And it was like one of their mega suites. 
And they were doing something where, like, you know, because of media or whatever, they were like, yeah, we want to give you a room just to enjoy for, for the night and the weekend. And so, Mahoney, if you recall, we smoked cigars in that brand new room. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah, we did. <laughs> and then the next morning, I accidentally flooded the hell out of not just the shower, but, like, the whole brand new carpeted bathroom area. And I was like, oh, my God. So you were a type of person who deserves a comp. <laughs> Sure, I, they didn't invite me back. Never obviously. invited back. Yeah, oh my and actually, then it closed down, and so I, I'm pretty sure all of that uh, directly related to that that weekend, Dave. So this guy named Peter, he was a Peter. guest at the Hilton Hotel in Nashville. He said that he woke up in the middle of the night, and the manager of the hotel was sucking on his toes. Oh, that's so foul. I mean, I am, a, I am a Hilton member diamond, uh, you know, Hilton status diamond member. Does this come with it? Does I, will, you have no, I hope a, so. Because, I mean, can I get that or? kind of service? Which toe? That the, matters. The, it, it, it said toes. The little piggy. The little piggy. The little piggy's the most intimate, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, 50, so foul. 52-year-old David Neal, the manager, admitted to entering the hotel room but said, no, 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 it's because I smell smoke, which uh-huh. even if you smell smoke, you don't go bursting into a, just charge me the 250 bucks or whatever it's Is this be. not seriously the plot line for the little pigs or whatever that storybook was? <laughs> Is he they the big bad wolf? They huffed and puffed yeah. and they bl- blew the whole house down because they smelled smoke on the inside because the pig made his house out of sticks? And, you know, at first you, you read this and you're like, ah, it's just like this guy just trying to like file a lawsuit or, you know, what's good? It seems really odd. But police say the manager made a key card to get access to the hotel room Ew. and entered about 5 o'clock in the morning. So he has been arrested and charged with aggravated burglary and assault. What about Peter's toes made David Neal so hungry? Like, why did you feel the need to make a key card to sneak your way in to have a, a lunch of toes, a dinner snack time of toes? Come on, brother. Like, there's a there's plenty of weirdos on the internet. Like, yeah. go find one of them. Yeah, yeah man, you can probably make it, some though. money. This is the day and Mahoney Show. Do you still leave voicemails? Hello? Then this segment is for you. Call anytime at 833-YO-DUMMY and leave a... Leave a message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. So what is the most expensive mistake you ever made? Message deleted. So I actually ended up dodging a bullet on this one, but I was real close to basically having, I don't know, a couple hundred thousand dollars worth of damage to a house. It was the house that I owned in Houston, and that huge hurricane, Hurricane Harvey, came through, and I'd already moved out of Houston, and the house was still there. I was renting it out to some people, uh, but that hurricane came through, and it was flooding neighborhoods to the point where they were riding jet skis into living rooms to go rescue people. Like, the people that were renting the house actually moved all of their belongings upstairs because the neighborhood that my house was in was filling up so fast. And that was a new neighborhood as well. They had, you know, because I remember you and I lived a couple miles apart for us uh, from each other down in Pearland, uh, just south of Houston. And they said that was a 500-year flood zone. Yes. And they had all modern, like, drainage that was going on there, sure. too. But it didn't matter because it was one of the craziest hurricanes that's ever hit America. And I, I remember that day whenever the hurricane was blowing through and you go, hey, do you have flood insurance on that house? And I went, yeah, I think so. Because you don't, I mean, at least I don't think about the insurance that I'm getting. I just get whatever they tell me I need to What's get. What's required. For, yeah, for the sure. homeowner's insurance. And I remember pulling up the policy in the studio that morning and looking at it right on the top said, does not include flood insurance. Ah. And I'm like, oh my God, like this house is just going to be flooded and any damage to it could be a total loss. I'm just and like, screwed. And like most of us, most of our savings yep. are in our house. Yep. Because uh, I, I remember I remember that day vividly. 
And you were like, no, I have it. You're like, we had to sign something to get it. And I was like, no, man, that's wind insurance. We had to have wind, wind insurance. And hail insurance, yeah, but not, down there, not but flood not flood. Insurance. And I, I said, like, let's rent a boat and let's go down there and sandbag it because. But I, I actually, because I thought about that. And I mean, by the way, shout out to you for being a ride or die and being like, yo, let's let's roll down to Houston right now and go sandbag your house and try to save the day. Uh, but I was looking, and of course, there's no sandbags left anywhere yeah. because they're sold out at every single store you can imagine. So that that would have been an absolute disaster. I lost uh, ten grand in three minutes playing blackjack once. I was there in and, three minutes, Mahoney. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. is insane. Yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd, I'd previously gotten him to cash out and leave. Oh, and he, and he I, was up ten, I was up $10,000. He's up $10,000. And I'm like, Dude, blackjack. it's not going to get any better than this. Go. And I walked his drunk ass over to the cage. He cashed out. And then this tricky son of a gun comes looping back in the other door so I don't see him and goes and sits back down. No, so I, I was hanging out with your youngest brother. Yeah. Oh, and we started man. drinking at the bar for another like hour or two. So we got progressively more oh, drunk. Don't you blame this on no, him? No, and then we were like talking. We're like, you know what would be cool? You know, 10 grand's cool. But you know what would be cool? 20 grand. <laughs> <laughs> and then I lost three hands of blackjack in a row at uh, the maximum amount to bet, which was like, or four hands in a row, which was like $2,500 a hand. Uh, and, uh, yeah. Yep. That's a good night. This is David Mahoney. All right, you guys, I've got a candidate for dad of the year. And I have, obviously, this is, uh, you know, this is tough to do this early in the year. We're not even to the halfway mark yet. But uh, this guy really has, has found a way to vault himself up the rankings for the best dad out there. What does this guy do, Dave? He is a 41-year-old, and uh, he got into a screaming match at his son's baseball game with the umpire. Okay. And uh, it, it became so disruptive that uh, he was being chastised by the umpire because, hey, like, you're, you're freaking out too much in the stands, and the ump's like... It's a kid's baseball yeah, game. Right. Settle down there, Sparky. And the, uh, the umpire and him actually came face-to-face, and this dude... Clock the umpire, who's who's 63 years old. Arrest this guy, man. Yeah. Like, dude, you can't. What are you doing out here assaulting guys who are getting paid next to nothing to umpire a kid's baseball game? So I was I was at a, an event not that long ago where my daughter, who's, you know, uh, seven years old, she was cheerleading for the basketball for her elementary school. And I told you guys the story about how there's, like, the dad in the stands, like, too yelling the cr- at his kid, like, press the ball, press the ball the entire game. You're like, okay. First off, your kids have scored, not just your kid, the entire team has scored two points in the first half. Let's calm down on them needing to press the ball. But also, like, can kids just, like, be kids, have fun and compete without the parents having to make it a reflection of themselves? Once they get good, like, this is a rec league. It's like playing in a, it's playing in a a drunk softball league. Nobody cares. Nobody likes the people who take it too seriously. Kick those dudes out of the drunk softball league. Kick those parents out of the kids. Like, once they get to club ball and select and things like that, that's a little different. But even then, keep your temper. Don't take things too seriously that are not serious. I was playing in a uh, wiffle ball tournament at a, at a bar one uh-huh. time. Because, as you do. As you do. And there was a, a, a group of softball bros, you know who exactly I'm talking about, right? Like, they all showed up in their matching jerseys and were taking it way too seriously. They're... They were like trash talking people that were hitting home runs. It's like we're just here to drink like, and try to do an activity and you know yeah, I'm justify our alcoholism. Tab, like yeah. spare me. But yeah, the uh, the 41 year old dad actually uh, got arrested and is now facing battery charges. Good. I think the umpire should be able to hit him with a bat. And once he knocks him out, he'd be like, "You're out." <laughs> this is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Glitz, glamour, and out of touch celebrities. Well, that's redundant. 
It's Pop Trash. I'm Dave and Mahoney. And I tell you what, for almost getting killed, Jeremy Renner sure does have a pretty good outlook on his new life as he recovers from that horrific snowplow accident in Lake Tahoe. Um, almost died. Almost lost his life. Almost lost his leg. Saving a little kid, you know. His I nephew. Mean, yep. Just horrific, crazy accident. Yeah, the idea of getting run over by a, a massive snowplow yeah. like that is just oof. Uh, he said, the uh, the body is miraculous, even though I feel like Tin Man needing oil for all of my new joints. Isn't it crazy, though, how strong the body can be sometimes and how weak it is at the same time? Yeah. It's just Fragile. No, no rhyme or reason. You know, you slip, you fall, you die. That happens. Yep. You know, where, or you get run over by essentially a snow bulldozer. And you're fine. And you are and you live. Yeah. You know, it, you know, obviously a lot of hard work and science went into his recovery, mm-hmm. but the fact that he can live a normal life after all that, and it's nothing short of a miracle. Mahoney, what hurts on your body today? <sighs> Everything. And you did not get run over by a snowplow. Man, I haven't <laughs> done anything physical. Yesterday, we're sitting on the plane, and the girl that's sitting across the aisle from me drops her phone. And I just reached down because it kind of fell by my feet. I just reached down to pick it up, and I was like, ow. You was it the stretch? long stretch? Shoulder. Yeah. And you get that weird <laughs> spot yeah. right behind. Like right like in your, the back yep. of the shoulder. I'm like, ow. Like my- when a phone falls under, like my phone <laughs> fell under my passenger seat. Oh, my and God. And then trying to reach Nightmare over. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> terrible. Why? Just We're just stretching. I know. It's wild. It still hurts today. I just touch where it hurts. It still yeah. hurts. I'm like, oh, man. I got to stop being such a white knight. We need to, no, what, what we, we need to stretch more. We need to move more, and we need to eat better, Dave. That's- yeah, and some people need to stop being so clumsy. Oh, so you're you're victim blaming here? I'm the victim. On, on the you're I'm, oh you're the victim. Yeah, I'm the victim. You're not the hero. Okay. <laughs> Are you suing? You're gonna I'm you're gonna sue too. the airlines? <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly right. Jet Sweet X, I'm coming for you. Uh, so Chris Pratt is the absolute king of the box office right now. Uh, whether you like Chris or not, um, you know, the Mario movie has obviously been just crushing it. Now Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, the new number one movie in America, unseating his other number one movie. Uh, but Chris Pratt, again. But it's not even out right. No, it came, yeah, out. It is it? It came, came out this past weekend. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nice. Good for him. $114 million just this past weekend. Uh, He's my favorite Chris. Is he? Is he? Yeah. Well, Pine is well, bottom of the barrel our, there. Our producer Chris is uh, staring oh, well, at you right now. Duh. I mean uh, that that Chris. Mm-hmm. But I mean, then it's Chris Pratt. Then it's Chris Pratt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> more, yeah. Than, more than Chris Hemsworth, huh? Yeah, actually, because with Thor, every time I watch it, it just seems like it's trying to be something it's not. It's almost like trying to be Deadpool. Yeah. And the and the avenue that they're taking it, like the quirky, silly humor that it's just not well, it just Chris falls Hemsworth flat for me can't pull that off like ryan reynolds obviously very yeah. sharp witty guy yes that ain't chris hemsworth like you're just shh, you're just I mean, a he's great man. to look yeah i was yeah, gonna say you, sh- you just sit there and be pretty for me baby i mean the fact <laughs> don't speak <laughs> this is dave and mahoney do you still leave voicemails hello then this segment is for you call anytime at 833-YO-DUMMY and leave a leave a message this is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. Which films have the best plot twist of all time without spoiling them? Message deleted. Usual Suspects. The Game. The Game, yeah. Usual suspects, is, Usual suspects is great, I mean, too. Yeah. I mean, that's Kevin Spacey being a creep, weirdo, still a phenomenal actor. I mean, Dumb and Dumber when they sold the bird to the blind kid. Dave, they said no spoilers. Oh, sorry. They said no spoilers. I mean, even if you want to go back, I mean, the original, like, major plot twist was 
Citizen Kane, Orson Welles' Citizen Kane. Like, Mm -hmm. I remember watching that for the first time as, like, a teenager and being blown away. Yeah. And, you know, that's how all modern cinema was kind of, like, modeled after. Then thereafter. Uh, As far as TV shows, like the Breaking Bad and the Better Call Saul series by Vince Gilligan, they just did a good job with maybe not plot twists, but surprising developments with characters. Yeah. Really, really enjoyed those. Please leave a message after the tone. Would you rather have to say everything that comes to your mind or never be able to speak again? Message never deleted. be able to speak again. That would Whoa, be much... No, then you just locked with your own thoughts. That's no. your whole job. Like, ah. you're, now you're out of work? I'll be out of work three seconds into having to say everything that comes <laughs> into my mind as well. Oh, my yeah. god! At least the other one I could kind of pretend and just mill around somewhere and, and be employed by somebody. Dude, no way. Because whenever I have, I don't know if you guys are like this, but all of my... Inner monologue is also my outer monologue, but whenever I have no one else to talk to, my inner monologue drives me crazy. Well, because you've talked about how you hear everything in your own voice, so you're essentially like talking to yourself. Sure, I, that's I think of common. my own voice as well. That's, that's common. When I'm thinking, it's the tone of my voice inside in my of my head, head no, but that's in what, my cadence. Yes. So that's, that's what gets me, is that you're actually like hearing your thoughts. You're not just thinking them. You can't just think a thought. No, I can think them, but I think them and I in hear the voice. voice. You don't think in a voice? No, I just think. Okay, Y'all but are what nuts, does man. no? Oh, <laughs> crazy. Am so, I the only person that does not think? How do you have shower arguments with yourself and your shampoo bottle? I just think the argument. I'm not sitting there hearing myself. So you can't right now think in a voice. Sure, I can think in a voice. I just don't. No, I'm I don't just, believe I feel you. like that's more uncommon than what Audrey and I are talking no, y'all, about. Y'all are crazy. What, th- what's Chris say? Yeah. Do you, Can you hear, do you, whenever you're reading something, do you read it in like, like almost like if you were to talk out loud, but it's inside of your head or do you just read words and you understand them as words? No, I definitely hear a voice inside my head, but it's usually not my own voice. It's somebody much sexier sounding <laughs> oh, like okay. Gilbert Gottfried. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Dave and Mahoney Show. We've talked about it a lot over the years about how metal Australia is, Mahoney. Mm-hmm. Everything in Australia trying to kill you at all times. That's right, Dave. I mean, if it wasn't for the awesome accents and beautiful people, why would any of us ever go there? Yeah, I mean, it, it kind of makes sense that that was like a prison colony is how Australia started because, yeah, I don't think anyone's just casually like, yeah, let me go to this place where absolutely everything is trying to murder me at all times. Uh, of course, there are beautiful parts of Australia, but, you know, that comes at the trade off of potentially your sure. life. So an Australian snake catcher had to be called out to a vacation resort because, and this is a new one, you know, we've heard plenty of snakes, uh, toilet snakes, obviously, uh-huh. really bad. Uh, we've the, the car snakes, we've heard a few. Hate a, few a car those, snake, yeah. No, no one likes a car snake. Um, trouser this, snake, hate those. Trouser snake, yeah. yeah. Ah, yeah. Speak yourself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is a vacuum snake. So an Australian snake catcher had to be called out to a vacation resort to relocate a venomous snake. <laughs> so this uh, this person, I guess, was vacuuming, and they came across a snake, which kind of makes sense, right? Because it would probably disturb the snake if you were vacuuming sure. anywhere. And so it starts slithering around, and this person freaks out and just <laughs> sucked the snake right up. I mean, can I get that vacuum? Because I need a vacuum that has some snake-sucking power. I was going to say, I feel like this is something that a kid has done. Like, this is something that someone somewhere has done. Or there's a uh, uh, there's there's an attachment, and they, you know, somehow you knew that a snake would fit in there perfectly. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> you ever did that? I know about perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Look, in our mind, it fits perfect. Okay, sure. uh, Anyway, they relocated the snake, and everyone's fine. But yeah, uh, vacuum sex. 
<laughs> Follow the Dave and Mahoney Show on social media at Dave and Mahoney. It goes to your home phone, cell phone, email, Facebook, Twitter, and home screen. All at the same time. They're everywhere. <laughs> 